This is the Charlottesville Podcasting Network with another segment from Charlottesville Community Engagement. This is a story from the January 26, 2024 edition of the program, created here as a standalone podcast. This is on the Albemarle County Comprehensive Plan, a project that has the name AC44. Here I am with the story. One big story to go, and it's one small portion of a long work session on the Albemarle County Comprehensive Plan. At their meeting on January 17th, 2024, the Albemarle Board of Supervisors reviewed draft goals and objectives for five of the eight chapters in the update of the Comprehensive Plan. This process is called AC44. Tori Canalopoulos is a principal planner for the county. AC44 is organized into four phases. In the first phase, we developed the AC44 framework for an equitable and resilient community. The first phase also included taking a look at the county's designated growth areas to see if there is enough land in the development area to provide for thousands more residential units. This build-out analysis was completed in September of 22. The second phase has involved development of what the county refers to as toolkits to help think through how Albemarle should consider expansion of the development area or allow more uses in some parts of the rural area. We asked for the board direction on these toolkits, and we heard that we should find ways to encourage more density and mixed-use development in the development areas and prioritize using development areas land efficiently over potential expansion. Supervisors also gave direction to provide health services and community centers in the rural area. Some of the names of the chapters have been changed in this process. Environmental stewardship is the new name for the natural resources chapter, and that there are uh, separate rural area and development areas chapters, but they each have the land use and transportation element combined, so there's not a standalone transportation chapter. Canalopoulos said revisions will be made after feedback from the board, feedback that followed engagement with the Planning Commission and other bodies. Phase 3 will begin later in the spring, with specific action steps for each chapter of the plan. Phase 4 will be the creation of a single comprehensive plan, with public hearings before supervisors and the Planning Commission. The first chapter reviewed is the one renamed during the AC44 process to Environmental Stewardship. This has the goals of climate action, climate resilience, health and resilient waterways and water supplies, biodiversity and habitats, and sustainable materials management. Goal 1 relates to efforts to meet ambitious goals for climate action. Here's how it sounds. Goal 1. Albemarle County will undertake robust local climate action by implementing the county's climate action plan from 2020 and future updates to meet the Board of Supervisors' targets to reduce community greenhouse gas emissions by 45% from 2008 levels by 2030, achieve zero net emissions by 2050, and bring multiple benefits to the community and environment. Then there are four objectives. Supervisor B. Lepisto-Kirtley had a suggestion. When we talk about goal one, uh, what rose to my mind uh, is the maybe putting or asking our developers to use solar roof panels on developments. I don't know if that's feasible or not, but that's maybe could be, I don't know if it would be required to be suggested. Lepisto Kirtley also suggested language to push Albemarle to build solar roofs on its facilities and to use reflective paint in surface parking lots to reduce the heat island effect. 
Supervisor Ned Galloway said he appreciated a specific metric in Objective 1.1 to reduce transportation emissions by at least 37% by encouraging walking, cycling, transit, telecommuting, and transitioning to electric vehicles. Walking, cycling, and transit, I can see why those three would be lumped together. In my mind as a supervisor, that goes to our CIP and are we providing the infrastructure to be able to increase the use of walking, cycling, and transit. So it leads me to really pragmatic standpoints of, are we going to put the infrastructure in place to be able to increase the use of this? And are those going to show up in the action steps? Or is this just going to be educative, ed- educating the public that you should walk more? Galloway said he is concerned about making government decisions that will force people to change their behavior. He also said the county was limited in its ability to provide transit, given that Albemarle does not have a vote in how the Charlottesville area transit system is run. Supervisor Ann Malik agreed with a suggestion from the Planning Commission that language about limiting light pollution needs to be present in what had been called the Natural Resources Chapter. Dark skies needs to be an environmental stewardship issue, as well as a scenic issue, as well as an economic development issue, because there are communities in Texas and New Mexico and Nelson County who are now welcoming visitors who want to be able to see the stars. Malik also made a pitch for Goal 4, which calls for the implementation of Albemarle's Biodiversity Action Plan. It has not been well respected so far in our decision making. It needs to be in the checklist of things which are regularly considered. Malik also raised caution about losing forests to solar fields and suggested requiring tree conservation plans as part of developments. She also reminded supervisors that one reason to preserve land is that so food can be grown. If we can figure out a way to recognize soil for food production, that I think would be a good thing for our comprehensive plan, and I will stop there. Supervisor Michael Pruitt supported Malik's point on dark skies and added he thought the draft goals and objectives needed to have language about equity. Um, When you look at my district, the people who are disproportionately paying more for their utility costs, the people who are experiencing higher heat indexes, the people who have less tree canopies, are people who are living in neighborhoods that are currently and or historically uh, more racially diverse and more impoverished. Um, That seems like it bears explicit, you know, lampshading, highlighting in in our plan uh, and how we think about addressing uh, issues of environmental quality. Pruitt also wanted more acknowledgement of how the county can help individuals who are affected by climate change. Supervisor Diantha McKeel echoed support for dark skies, but said the county needed cooperation from other institutions. It seems like to me with dark skies, we're not going to accomplish dark skies in this community if we don't have UVA and the city at the table with us. McKeel suggested that the Land Use and Environmental Planning Committee take up the issue, referring to a closed-door group of planners from all three entities and the Rivanna Water and Sewer Authority that meet once a month on planning issues. The meetings are not open to the public, but agendas and minutes are posted online. McKeel also called for the ability to expand public water and sewer to rural area properties off of Hydraulic Road that are in her district to address failing septic systems there. 
I'm not talking about an expansion of the development area. I'm talking about trying to figure out how to deal with failing septic systems that are 60 years old, that sometimes people see sewage bubbling up. I actually have constituents that don't even know that they have a septic system. Supervisor Galloway also wanted to have a better sense of what is expected of particular words. When I see things like protect and support and increase and whatever the verbs are that we're going to use, then the how are we going to do that becomes important because I don't know. It's great if it's aspirational. That means we don't have to pay for it. (laughs) But if it's achievable, then the comp plan is supposed to say, and here's now the backup of how we're going to get in and get at doing these things. For this next one, let's hear goal four. Goal four, Albemarle County will achieve better local biological diversity, ecological integrity, and ecosystem resilience, including by implementing the Biodiversity Action Plan. Galloway has critique of the language in Objective 4.5. When I see objectives like increase native plant species and remove invasive species on county-owned properties, bam, I got it, clean. We've got control over our own property. It's doable. Let's get at it. But now it seems like we throw on a tag on on this objective and support adoption of these actions on private land. All right, is that just a high five? Let's say to our community, the county's specifically stating that we're going to do this on our land. And then if we think it's important to encourage or support or uh, influence or whatever the word is on private land, then that should probably be set up under a different category, in my opinion, or maybe it gets worked out in the action steps again. The information will be gathered, and we'll see these again in a different form in Phase 3. At this work session, supervisors also went through goals and objectives of the other four chapters, and I'll be providing you that information in a future edition of Charlottesville Community Engagement. This has been a standalone edition, a segment from Charlottesville Community Engagement archived here on SeavillePodcast.com. Why? Why not? If you're interested in learning more, please visit InfoSeville.com and get confused with this labyrinth of websites that I seem to have created. It's all tied together. I'm Sean Tubbs. 